nothing worth achieving in this world is pain free every blessing that we want to receive comes along with a certain amount of pain if you think about a baby a baby blessing a mother has to carry the baby so there is pain involved during the pregnancy and also there is pain involved during the delivery think about somebody who is preparing for academic evaluation or final examination it requires often it requires very hard work there are challenges to overcome it involves sleepless night and stress anything that's worth receiving always comes with pain success in sports if you think about it it requires requires rigorous training and at times it requires a lot of intense workouts sometimes there are painful injuries happen during the practice times if you want to really peak the performance of the the the, the, the performers so nothing worth achieving is pain free some of the spiritual blessings that we receive on the face of this earth it also comes with a certain amount of pain now what about in order to receive the ultimate blessing the spiritual blessing ultimate hope of the eternal heaven even to reach there it comes with a certain amount of pain there are times we need to make painful decisions in order to go to heaven we need to choose a lifestyle that is lifestyle that is sacrificial that involves pain every good thing that is on the face of this earth comes with a certain amount of pain so before we realize great blessings in our lives we need to go through the pain the time of pain in our lives because pain is very much associated with blessings one must go through the pain to deliver a baby one must go through the pain or the struggles to succeed in life one must go through sacrifice or one must sacrifice certain things in order to receive blessings and one must lose in order to gain the scripture that comes in my mind as i was preparing is what jesus spoke in john the gospel chapter 12 verse 24 this is what jesus said most can you read with me most assuredly i say to you unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies it remains alone but if it dies it produces much grain we all expect to receive blessings in our lives how many of us needed blessing in our lives amen some of you do not want amen no okay how many of you do not want blessing in your life amen okay so the scripture that jesus spoke it says unless a grain of wheat falls on the ground and dies you know that is a painful process for a grain to fall on the ground and to leave its life to leave let the let its life go it is a painful process unless a grain of wheat falls on the ground and dies it remains alone but if it dies it will produce much more grain you know in our life god expects us to let go certain things god wants us to go through certain painful experiences in our lives so that we are well prepared to receive the blessings that are coming on our way the grain of wheat think about again the grain of wheat the grain of wheat must hold on 
tightly it has to hold on until a good time comes for it the grain the grain that is fallen on the ground it doesn't look so great and especially when it is buried under the ground it not at all looks great at times even it smells bad but it has to hold on during the time when it is buried under the ground until it realizes something that is beautiful when it shoots its tenders and you see a beautiful plant coming out of the grain and that plant is going to produce much much more in the same way god wants us to hold on during the times of struggles in order to reach the blessings can you all say blessings you know we all are in need of blessings all of us i need blessing you need blessing all of us in need of blessing but in order to receive those blessings god is asking us to hold on to certain painful situations in our lives so that the blessing will come on our way you know when i thought about these scenarios if you can put the next slide the picture that came in my mind you know that cost me this picture cost me that picture i just got in my mind that cost me to prepare this sermon this is the picture that came in my mind a fisherman holding a fishing rod expecting to great get a great blessing and he's tightly holding on to the fishing rod expecting something good to happen fish in the bible always refers to you referred to good things blessings fish is not snake is that right fish is not snake fish is different fish is good thing and the snake is not that not that not that good fish multiplies you know in fact jesus multiplied fish you remember and do you remember jesus cooked fish do you remember jesus ate fish hello are you with me yes or no did jesus cook fish yes are you sure do you know your bible okay so did jesus eat fish yes. can i hear an amen yes. should we eat fish yes, yes? <laughs> out loud an amen, amen. somebody is not saying amen no. so as you see in the picture when a fisherman threw the hook in the water and trying to pull the fish and you know the fish when it catches the prey it pulls the line and you see a struggle that is going on it causes tremendous amount of tension in the line as well as in the rod as well as the one who is holding the rod now in order to receive that blessing he must hold on to the rod tightly he should know how to handle the tension he should effectively handle the tension in order to get that fish you know we don't know maybe it looks like it's a great fish it may be a catfish or it may be a bass or it may be a red snapper or it may be a elephant tuna whatever it may be it maybe looks like it's a great fish so until we get the blessing we must hold on so this morning i would like to title my sermon as hold on blessings unfolding can you read with me hold on blessings unfolding you know when a heavy fish is caught in the hook few things can happen number one it can cause too much tension on the rod and on the fisherman when a heavy fish is caught in the string in the hook 
The first thing that could happen is it can cause a tremendous amount of pressure or tension on the rod and on the fisherman. Anything valuable on the face of this earth is hard to achieve. Anything valuable is hard to, hard to obtain. The process of obtaining such great blessings causes tremendous tension and pressure in our lives. Maybe finding a job, it's not easy. Maybe buying a car, it's not easy. Maybe finding the right future partner, not easy at all. Not easy at all. I mean, for me, it was so easy. It was so easy, thank God. I never had to struggle. I never had to struggle. First come, first. Amen. Amen. I mean, that's why somebody is very happy. People are very careful now. <laughs> Delivering a baby, it involves pain. Passing an exam, clearing the certification, clearing the license, it all requires a certain amount of tension. It is not easy to obtain. Any blessing that you take on the face of this earth, anything which is worth achieving, causes too much pressure and tension over our lives. There are people trying to attain such blessings without going through the pain. And how do they obtain? Are you with me this morning? Listen to me. How do they obtain such blessings without going through the pain? They go under the table. What does it mean? Going under the table. Not many people know about it. What does it mean? They find shortcuts. They, they bribe, right? And they try to get the question paper before the exam comes, right? They try to guess the questions, you know, before the exam comes. I remember in my, uh, I think I should not tell that now. I remember in my master's degree, I don't know whether I told my wife also this story, so. So when, uh, there was one exam which was very hard to pass. So we students, in my master's degree, we decided, I mean, not just me alone, there are other students too. I, I was not that bad. So we decided to do something, and after the professor leaves, we went and checked whether the door is locked or not. And fortunately, the door was not locked. And we know where to go. I mean, it's old school, right? So we went to the trash bin. And what do you find there in the trash bin? The carbon sheet. Whenever the professor takes, writes the question, prepares the question, he takes two copies. One to be given for photocopying and distributing the, this in, the, in the exam hall. Another copy to file, so he uses a carbon copy. Now, carbon, car, carbon sheet, I don't know whether you know about it. And that has a negative, I guess, right? The negative image. That's not very hard to read. So we try to find shortcuts in order to receive blessings in our lives. So in the book of Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 1, we read a story of a man by name Elkanah. Can you say Elkanah? So who had two wives, how many wives? Two wives, and who are those wives? Hannah and Penina, two wives. And Penina had children, but Hannah had no 
child. So that comes tremendous amount of pressure on Hannah. Every year Elkanah took his family to the temple of God in Shiloh to sacrifice to the Lord. And every time Elkanah took the family, it was a great struggle because he had to take both Hannah and Penina with, with him. And Elkanah would give portion to sacrifice to Penina and his sons and his daughters. Many different, many portions he would, he would give to Penina to sacrifice. But Hannah had no children. But Elkanah loved Hannah too much, so much. And Elkanah gave double portion to Hannah. Even that was not satisfying Hannah. Bible says the Lord had closed the womb of Hannah. So Hannah becomes so upset because Penina used to provoke Hannah, pointing her inability to bear a child. And every time, every day, Hannah used to cry. Hannah used to cry. And we read that in 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 7. Can you read with me? So it was year by year. I want you to understand the pain that Hannah was going through every year. So it was year by year when she went up to the house of the Lord that Penina provoked Hannah. Therefore, Hannah wept and did not eat. You know, think about a situation when you go for a picnic, you know, you drive and then your wife is sitting at the back of the seat because she did not want to sit with you at the front seat. So she went to the back seat, and every time when you get down, and she said, no, no, I'm not coming. Can I get a coffee for you? No. Can I get a donut for you? No. And if she's not eating throughout the journey, how you do we feel? How do you feel? You will not be in joy. Yes, anybody are like this? Amen? Amen? Yes? Yes? Thank you. Right. Your wife didn't see you, that you raised your hands. Okay, thank you. God bless you. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> right? So, so you can imagine, you know, how bad the travel may be. Nobody will be able to enjoy. So every year, Hannah was going through this, this emotional situation that Hannah was struggling with it. Hannah's life was not in peace at all. Do you know big fishes cause too much of tension, too much of pain to your life? If you are going through too much of tension and struggles one after the other, remember there is a big fish and you need to find that big fish in your life. And that was Hannah's fish. All the struggle that Hannah was having is to find that fish and catch that fish. Because big fish has caused too much of tension in your life. What is that big fish in your life? What is that big fish in your life? You are trying to throw the hook. And you are waiting. And you are waiting. And if the waiting is causing too much of pain to you, you need to remember that there is a big fish that God has already ordained. God has already planned. I do not know what is your big fish. Maybe it's maybe the struggle that you are going through. In your family because you want your children to come up in their lives, in their, in, their, in, in their time. And you take too much tension. You pray about it and you cry to the Lord and ask God, God, my children are walking away from you, Lord God. Can you bring them back? That may be causing too much tension. 
Maybe you are struggling in your life. You just came to this nation and you go through the struggle that every immigrant probably would go through. And in your situation, it's just much worse than anybody would go through. Because you're working towards getting the big fish of a better future on the face. I want you to just name that fish that you are aiming at in your life. Big fish always cause too much tension. What about some of the spiritual blessings that we want to receive on the face of this earth? You know, we all follow Christ with an idea of eternal, receiving eternal blessings. We follow Christ to go to the eternity, to live with the Lord eternally forever and ever. It causes tension within family. It causes tension among children because most of the time you see when we want to follow God, when we want to follow God, there is not a very well cooperation happening at the family. Always people don't want to follow God. Half of the crowd wants to follow. The remaining they don't want to follow God. You have a tension inside your house. And this morning asking, you are asking how pastor knows that, you know, I'm going through that in my life every day. And you go through it. We go through it because there is always a tension. Think about an unbelieving spouse, the spouse who is not believing in the Lord God. You have a tension inside your house to even to follow God, follow Christ. What about the community? At times we need to look at the community. You love Jesus, but you are worried about the community. If I follow Christ, what my community will think, what my people will think. You're talking about receiving the eternal blessings. Following Christ itself can cause too much of tension. Because Jesus said, if you would like to follow me, what you need to do? You need to do two things. Number one, number one, deny yourself. Number two, you must take up your cross. Following Jesus is not easy. Following Jesus is not a enjoyment there are times to enjoy but following Jesus involves pain you must deny yourself you must take up the cross and then over that when you want to follow Christ <laughs> the church imposes a lot of regulations you must do this you must do this you must do that in order to follow Christ and over that the nation there are restricted nations they will not allow you to worship god they will not allow you to follow god you see how much pain is involved how much tension is involved it's a tremendous tension even to follow god to go to eternity to go to eternity but we must endure it that's what bible says when fiery trials, fiery darts are thrown on your life, when trials and temptations and tribulations come on your way, you need to hold on in order to receive the eternal heaven. The pain may be different in your life and in my life and somebody else's life, but this morning the question is to follow Christ. Remember, you and I need to go through pain. <clears throat> I lost my uncle two days before. My dad's younger brother. My aunt, a few years before she passed away, they both closely followed Jesus, very deeply followed Jesus. Even they denied medical help. They both won't take any medication. They believe in divine healing. They lived a good life. But I remember the pain my auntie was suffering through in her deathbed probably I should I should say that nobody should go through it in life because they absolutely they denied medication 
And I'm not really sure how much my uncle had gone through last two weeks before he gave his last breath. The reason I'm saying this is following Christ can cause tremendous tension and pain in your life. It may be different the way you believe. You all need to, we all need to walk in the light that God has shown to us. We don't need to do that something because somebody is doing it. Walk in the light that God has shown to you. But every bit of our Christian walk with the Lord causes too much pain. Anything that is worth receiving always comes with the pain. Are you with me this morning? Big fishes not only cause tension and big fishes even cause the rod to break. Number two, big fishes even cause the rod to break. The amount of tension that is building up in that string as the fish is trying to pull because fish had to escape the amount of frustration that is building before we achieve something in our lives before we attain some blessings in our lives breaks us down breaks us down at times fishing rods break normally they don't break but they break if they are not handled correctly or they may break because there is any tiny manufacturing defects. At times, the fishing rod may be overloaded with weights. Or it may be at times it's a big fish, even if it's a big fish, the fishing rod should be capable of handling it. But if the fishing rod is not handled properly, the big fish can cause the rod to break. Are you with me this morning? Do, is God speaking to you something this morning? Is God revealing something to you this morning? You know, when the blessing is huge, the pain is going to be huge. When the blessing is huge, the pain is going to be huge. There is no alternate. Small blessings may come easily and go. Bigger blessings in our lives cause much tension, much stress. But the biggest blessing that we are looking for in our lives that causes tremendous, much severe pain in our lives. But for all of us, there is a limit that we can handle. And after the limit, we break. After the limit, we break. Because we feel that we are just left alone. There is nothing that we can hold on. And we do not know which direction to turn, which side to go. And we break. Now, I have seen when people coming, running to us for prayer. They would have tried level their level best to handle things within themselves. Maybe it's a family problem or something which is very private. But finally, without any other option, they come running to us. The moment they come to us, they break. They break. Because we realize at that moment that they don't have any more strength to handle that situation that they are handling. This morning we are talking about a big fish causing the rod to break. Hannah went to the temple of God every year. And she tried to handle the tension and the pain within her every year as Elkanah took her to the temple of God in Shiloh. 
But the time has come. Hannah could not handle it anymore. She find a solution for that. She wanted to have a solution for that. As we said, the big fishes can even cause the rod to break. Hannah ran to the tabernacle of the Lord, where the priest Eli was seated. And Hannah went there, and he poured out in bitterness. And she wept in anguish. She wept in agony. She wept in pain. You know, there are times in our lives we try to hold on, but we cannot hold it on anymore in our lives, and we just let that go, and we, we are broken at that moment. We are broken at that moment. Then Hannah made a vow to the Lord. Can you just read with me First Samuel chapter 1, verse 11? Can you read together? Then she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me, Hannah would not have prayed this prayer to the Lord. Unless her heart was totally broken. The affliction of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant. But will give your maidservant a male child. Then I will give him to the Lord as the days of his life. And no razor shall come upon his head. You know at times when we go through severe pain in our lives. It, comes, it, it helps us to come with a covenant relationship with the Lord. We try to move things in ordinary means. We try to move things with prayer. We try to move things with much fasting and much dedication. But there are times that we need to make this prayer of a covenant prayer with the Lord. When you come in covenant with the Lord, God cannot easily break the covenant when you make a covenant with the Lord. Listen to me. When you make a covenant relationship, when you make a covenant with the Lord, God cannot easily break that covenant because you as a child of God, you as a child of God who is washed by the blood of the Lamb, you are going and standing before God Almighty. You are washed and coming through the blood of the Lamb. And when you go and make the covenant, I believe the covenant is written in the blood of the Lamb. Can I hear an amen this morning? When you make such a covenant with God, God cannot break. Hannah knew very well that I need to make a covenant for this blessing to happen in my life. Big fishes won't just fall in the hook. The normal way we try to fishing, try to, try to fish, it will happen when you cause the hand of God to move in your life. God wants you to cause something that moves the hand of God in your life. Next time when you go and pray, when you shut your room, when you shut your closet and pray, just make this prayer to God that will cause the hand of God to move in your life. It's not that we are not asking, we are asking something out of the will of God. And once you know that what you are asking is the will of God, do it. And we see Hannah receiving such a great blessing. It was not an easy fish. It was not very easy to bring such a big fish, Samuel, to existence. He was certainly a big fish. There are a couple of things that we, I can talk about Samuel. Samuel was a miracle child, first of all. Samuel means the name of God. Can you say the name of God? 
the name of God. Samuel was from the tribe of Levi. Samuel was the last judge in, in Israel. Samuel anointed two kings. The first two kings, who are they? Saul and David. Such a great man of God. Such a big fish. Samuel was the first prophet. He was a priest. And he was a Nazarite. He, was, he conducted so many Passovers during his life. And Samuel made a great prayer. You remember the prayer that Samuel made? You know, God calls Samuel twice by his name. Such a big fish. You know, this morning, I don't know what you're waiting for, what you've been praying for. God wants you to make a covenant relationship with God. And everything that you do, everything start, you start doing every way, every direction that you start moving, move with the relationship that you made with the, with the Lord God. Whenever trouble comes on our way, whenever negative words are thrown on our way, when your negative thoughts are grounding you down, remember that covenant that you made with the Lord. God is not a liar. He will not leave you just like that. Every time when negative things are attacking you, remain God about the covenant that you have made with the Lord God. And I made a vow to the Lord. Material blessings we talked about. What about eternal blessings? Big fish even caused the rod to break. More than all the worldly blessings, today we need to hold on to God in order to receive the eternal blessings. The blessings that are about to come on our way. You know, following Christ is always challenging. You know, we are living in the comfort of our life. As Stella was praying, she was praying for the persecuted church, the persecution that's going on across. But this life is not worthy for many. Many couldn't follow, many couldn't live because of their faith in Lord Jesus Christ. Christendom has been suffering from right from day one. Persecution after battle persecution started with the Roman Emperor and that's continuing even today in different parts of the globe. We're talking about receiving the big fish of eternal blessings. We see in the history that are millions are killed for their faith in Lord Jesus Christ. First Timothy, sorry, first Peter chapter four, verses 12 and 13. Can you read with me, beloved? Read with me. Do not think it strange concerning the fiery trials which is to try you and though some strange things happen to you verse 13 but rejoice verse 13 but rejoice to the extent that you partake of Christ's sufferings that when his glory is revealed you may also be glad with exceeding joy we are talking about that big fish in order to receive that, the writer of Peter says, you don't think it is strange when concerning fiery dots and trials that you go through. Today, if we are not going through something in our lives for the sake of Christ, we need to really think about our Christian life. If we are really comfortable too much in Christianity, we need to really think about our Christian life, how effective my Christian life is. I need to think about it and you need to think about it. This world was not worthy. The world is not worthy for many. The writer of Hebrews says, we'll not go there. The writer of Hebrews says in chapter 11, many were chained. 
Many were imprisoned, many were stoned, many were sawn into two, many were wrapped in, or in many were shrunk in sheep clothing, uh, sheep skins and goat skins, uh, affliction, torment, pain, and they wandered in the desert looking for mountains and caves to hide on the face of this earth because this life was not worthy for them. They withstood, they, they withstood all these things in order to receive that big fish. Big fish can cause your heart to break. And during the process, many walked away from the Lord. Many people walked away from the Lord. You know, if we continue to live this easy Christian life, when persecution comes on our way, we will easily walk away from the Lord. This morning, God is expecting a dedicated life. But those who are holding on, they will receive the eternal blessing. God wants us to hold on. God wants us to hold on. Finally, when the fish is caught, there's a great joy. When the fish is caught, there's a great joy. Think about the fisherman. He went through all these struggles. And at times have you seen fishermen, you know, uh, those who are, you know, catching the fish with the rod. The rod is broken and they still pull the string, try to get the fish. And somehow he got the fish. And he took the huge one to back home and there's a great joy of receiving the blessing. Now you also get an opportunity to receive, enjoy the blessings with people. You know, someone who has been struggling for to receive the permanent residency, when it comes to all the struggles of, you know, the, him being immigrated to the nation has come to an end. Somebody who is receiving time to get a baby blessing after so many years, you know, they got a baby and carrying the baby in their hands it causes so much of joy. Somebody who is trying to get a job, waiting for so many years, now they got the job and they are so happy. Somebody, you know, who is, you know, trying to clear some exams and the certification and all those things, you know, it's a night, a day and night they were struggling. They were just breathing all the time about the licensing and examination. But when it is all done, there is so much of joy in their life. When the fish is caught, there is so much of joy. Some of our lives, we may say that already we have been waiting and waiting for a long time, God. Already we are waiting how long we have to wait. Just want to give you a couple of scriptures. Proverbs 13, 12 says, can you read with me? Proverbs 13, 12. Hope deferred, that means when there is a long wait, makes the heart sick. But when the desire comes, it is a tree of life. Handling the fish, as the fish is pulling us, pulling the rod and pulling the string, the string handling that is painful. But when but when the desire comes true, it is like a tree of life. This morning, my question is, do you still dream about the tree of life in your life? Or you just lost the dream? You know, today, some of you struggle, struggle one after the another. There's a pattern with the way struggle comes. When it comes, it doesn't come alone. It brings all its siblings. One struggle after the other. It will never stop. It is a non-stop. It will come the whole, whole, what do you say? Whole army of struggles behind one by one. We thought it is done, but then you know what? 
another one you know rick warren says you know this is how he says he says that life is always a train track parallel train track always you can see two trains running in different directions it is a parallel train track there are times we experience the joy of the mountain but then at the same time you also experience the valley of sadness and sickness and sorrow that is very true that is very true but bible says this morning i want you to get encouraged isaiah chapter 60 verse 20 says god says the days of your mourning shall be ended can you read with me isaiah 60 20 your son shall read with me out loud i just want you to confess these scriptures this morning your son shall no longer go down nor shall your moon withdraw itself for the lord will be your everlasting light and the days of your morning shall be ended amen can't you ask the lord god this is what you have said lord I've been waiting for that big fish in my life, waiting after waiting, Lord God. But you said your promise says the Lord, the days of your mourning shall be ended. Can that be, can that be today? Can that be this week? Can that be this month? Can that be this year? Bring the Lord of God with whom you made the covenant relationship with him and ask him, God. You know, there are times that you need to constrain God. Do you know that? Jacob did that. There are times that you need to constrain God. God, I want these blessings. I'm not just asking something out of the will of God. I want this in my life, oh God. Just constrain God and see what happens. God said, children of Israel, God said, the Egyptians that you have seen today, you will not see them again exodus chapter 14 verse 13 we are just going to pray in a moment and moses said to the people do not be afraid stand still and see the salvation of the lord which he will accomplish for you today for the egyptians whom you see today you shall see again no more for ever that chapter is closed. The chapter of that sickness has to be closed in your life. The chapter of unbarrenness that need to be closed in your life. That chapter of not getting proper job running here and there that needs to be closed. That chapter of your children walking away from the Lord that has to be closed. This morning God is asking you, can you come into the covenant relationship with me? As I called my son Moses to the Mount Sinai, I just want you to call, I want to call you into a covenant relationship with me in this life journey. The life that we have started with Christ has to continue no matter what comes on our way. In order to receive the greatest blessing of eternity, we need to continue until the race is fully done. That's why Paul writes this way. Paul motivates us to continue this journey. And this is what he says in Romans chapter 8 verse 18. Can you read with me? For I consider that the sufferings of this present time and not worth, are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. The moment we lose sight of that eternity, you feel like there is no reason why you should live on the face of this earth. When people are going through severe pain and severe struggle in their lives, only one thing, just remember this, only one thing that will help them to not to end their life is the hope of eternity. Can you all arise this morning? Can we all arise? The hope of eternity. 
This morning, God wants you to know the big fish is always going to cause pain. Nothing that is worth achieving in this world is pain-free. Always it comes with the pain. Before obtaining some of those blessings in our lives, we go through too much of pain. If the pain is too severe, that simply means the, big, the fish is too big. It may be a pain of Hannah. It may be a pain that Paul went through in his life. It may be a pain that Job went through in his life. It may be something terrible Mary and Martha went through when they lost their dear brother. I do not know what pain that you are going through this morning. But God is calling you to come into a covenant relationship with him. Shall we close our eyes? Thank you.